two pank stops. Damn, that's loud. <laughs> Today's guest is Tara Henderson. She was born on the 7th of February at 9.35pm in Etobicoke. That makes her an Aquarius. Before we get on to her, let me introduce our host. She's a sound teacher, a meditation teacher, no, sound healer, meditation yeah, teacher, and she has a concussion. It seems like I've got a concussion from the way that I did the introduction. <laughs> Probably is it rubbing off on you. I think I'm getting a contact high from your concussion. Maybe it's some high vibing Aquarius vibes. I have no idea. You know, Pink Stars Concussion Edition, where my skull and the wall collide. So welcome, <laughs> Tara. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me on this very loopy edition. Where how my con how concussed are you today, Tara? <laughs> I'm quite not concussed. <laughs> I mean, you're you just had a massage, so I I'm sure you're good. I'm blissed out. Um, yeah, I, I feel good. Nice. That's that good. Post Christmas, hey. come down. Yeah. Weird phase between now and New Year. Time is a construct. The taint of the year. The taint, the taint of the year, of the year. isn't it? That weird. Wait, who said that? I heard that was just on Facebook. Too. I just said it. I didn't Did you just, see yeah. it. I just said it. It came out of my the most brain. underutilized part of the year. <laughs> Ignored, neglected, sometimes tanned, tanned, sometimes burned, yeah. like paddled. Uh, oh, taint, taint, taint like tanning is a perennial was it? sunning. Perennial sunning mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is a thing we explored thing. on one of the podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> it's where you just have to. Um, Expose your taint to the sun for a short amount of time. Just shoo, just shoo the little, that little strip of skin. Yep. Do you have to spread your cheeks then while you're doing it? You could just or lie just on your like, back. You could oh, be you hip to hip back. with your friends. You know, you could just open it up, get a little splash of vitamin D. Doesn't there? need a lot. Nice. Just a little touch. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. But if it doesn't get sun, it would get burnt really fast. Yeah, like legit, like Josh Brolin did it and he like complained about it on social media. And, and I was just like, what? He actually did this. He was like, I've been around like trying to get sun cream or like aloe vera for like my taint because I legit did it for five minutes. <laughs> or he was just being an attention whore like all Hollywood people are. But his vitamin D levels are amazing. Through the roof. <laughs> I mean, we have... A person with a lot of Aquarius here. I you know. Look at that chart. Have you ever? Have you ever considered very much your astrological breakdown at all? Yeah. Uh, like, as it, have I ever looked yes, at it? Yes. Yeah. I've yeah, looked yeah, yeah. at it. Yeah. I've never had another knowledgeable. Oh, a knowledgeable person. Um. Uh, give their take on it. I'm not really that knowledgeable. Oh, I just okay. Had <laughs> so let's see what happens. Not a professional. Let's see what I say. Astrologer. It's my little party trick. We're having a little party. Do we have to party. say that? No, I don't really give a shit. No one gives a shit. Anyone, like, what's professional? I love parties. And not professional. I think we should move away from being cautious and give people Fall out. I'm going to tell you exactly what happens here. Future predictions. Yeah, that's why we have the cards. Exactly. Are you Everything excited? That we say I'm really excited. True. I heard you are very excited. I've been messaging Lewis. About <laughs> I'm like, I'm cards. free this day, this day, this day. <laughs> Well, let's get on with it, shall we? Let's do it. You know, we we do a little dance that's looking at the chart. And I'm going to bring my computer over here. It's so far. How come I don't get a stand? Because we broke, broke the other stand. Oh, okay. It that broke. makes sense. It broke. And it's you're a pro you as well, care. so you get to... I like it. Yeah. I'm a pro. My hands are holding this floating computer. Wow, the internet, 2019, 2020, whatever, Aquarius season. I don't know. What time, what waters do we swim in? Anyway, when, when we deal with Aquarius, we are dealing with the inventive innovator, the future facing, the future is now. There's a poster here that says that. For Aquarius, we live in the Aquarian age, right? And that is a futuristic time of innovation, of forward looking, and of just really thinking completely outside the box, almost so far that... You have no emotional connection to anyone else who's inside the box. That's a very Aquarian thing. 
like being able to detach yourself from others and like you Aquarius have been accused of like having zero feelings or like you can turn them off or like you can not care you can be detached and you can just kind of look and see what the ants are doing without actually being involved in all of it which is a nice quality I think if I was an Aquarius that would be pretty sweet but no what's your sign I'm a I'm a very Sagittarian Sagittarius with a very practical Capricorn rising and Mars but there's four signs in Sag you have three signs in Sag and you have four signs in Sagittarius I mean in Aquarius sorry concussion brain let me go very slowly here. So the sun is in Aquarius, and that's normally how you would appear to most people, family and friends. Uh, your rising sign is in hot-headed Aries, the ram of the zodiac. And um, that is like a, okay. Um, that's a fire sign. And Aries is like the baby of the zodiac. So you could be, despite the Aquarian detachment, you could really be like, harsh to temper or like really impulsive and making fast decisions oh hot yeah and i'm cold. so impulsive it's not about second guessing you just kind of may change your mind very quickly that's a very aries kind of trait and that's I interesting yeah yeah and you have a nice practical capricorn moon which i love i love any capricorn sign uh jupiter is now in capricorn and jupiter as you may know is the planet of expansion fortune good luck it was in sagittarius all through 2019 as of December the 12th, 2019, all the way through 2020, for the most part, Jupiter is in Capricorn. So now is the time, as we've built the foundation for 2019 and worked hard for our year to come and a new decade ahead, I think Aquarius, the innovator, is set to do well. And of course, with your very practical Earth-side Capricorn moon, Capricorn is the hardest working sign of the zodiac. Blood, sweat, and tears. That doesn't sound like me at all. <laughs> Or it's about material security, <laughs> comfort, money, status, career, that kind of thing. So it's a very practical, materialistic kind of worldview, which can be nice and grounding. So being able to take care of yourself or others, being able to provide for yourself and others, that is a very steady kind of Capricorn like feeling. So anyone who has a sign in Capricorn is set to have a really amazing 2020. Now, moving into three more planets, well, two more planets in Aquarius, you have your Mercury, which is the planet of communication and thought, right? So thinking and speaking. And as a comedian, as somebody who's also out there on the public stage, you know, the, the things that come out may be interesting, innovative, original and new. Same thing with Venus in Aquarius. That is kind of your romantic sign. So love and relationships and romance romantic behaviors in Venus and I, I always find Venus and Aquarius kind of a weird one because Aquarius really only cares about originality or something interesting something different something that isn't like all the rest Aquarius is kind of like the cool girl or the cool cat of the zodiac like you don't get involved unless you really give a shit so I, I find Aquarius to be very interesting in, in certain placements like Venus because it confounds me a little bit does it mean I'll die alone no, I mean, if you want to, we, we all die Damn, alone. Damn, where did that come alone. from? <laughs> Fucking hell. We all die alone, but we, we guarantee do that you will not die alone. <laughs> but you always have love. Are you hitting on me? Okay, you. sorry. <laughs> you will not. But I love that Mars is in spicy Sagittarius. Fire sign, Mars, the god of war, and like anger, confrontation. So Mars has to do with kind of how anger could be displayed or kind of like extroverted sexuality in that like outward facing manner. It's in Sagittarius. So Sagittarius likes to roam wherever, does not like freedom to be restricted. And while Sagittarius is a fire sign, it can be pretty chill until a line is crossed and Sagittarius gets really fucking mad. So, I mean, you can kind of hold yourself. But when you get mad, like, you go all out. What are the top spiciest star signs, in your opinion? Well, you would always go with the fire sign. In terms of Aries, very hot-headed. Sag is, like, relatively chill. I would say Taurus can be bad. If they blow up, it's like a bull. If you have the trigger, then Taurus gets really pissed off. Air signs, I don't think they really give a shit. But water signs, look out for Scorpio. Because you don't want to make a Scorpio mad. Because they will, like, get back at you. And they will sting you like Scorpios and revenge. I wouldn't want to piss that off. What's Lewis? You're a Libra. Yeah. Very harmonious. 
easy mm. to make peace with others. That's so nice. So you even hummed mm. when she said pleaser. that. <laughs> People pleaser. Um, rounding up the Sagittarian signs of which you have three. You have Mars, so God of War, anger, aggression. Saturn, oh. which is the planet of restrictions, is in Sag, which is interesting. I mean, like those are less important. Uranus. I don't really know what it does today. <laughs> Just like you know, the last few what days. Does, of what does Uranus? What does Uranus do? What does do? What it do? What it is do? it important to get vitamin D on, on it? Uranus? Uranus? Probs. <laughs> Probs is how much vitamin? Yeah, not a lot of sun gets there. <laughs> Five it's a really dark less. place. Two minutes, thirty yeah. seconds. One minute is great. I think it's fine. <laughs> You know, uh, the other important thing I want to talk about is that North Node in stubborn Earth sign Taurus. So, in terms of North Node, that has to do with as you journey through life and find your own personal life purpose, what you may travel into or develop the qualities as you mature are the signs of Taurus. So, I think do do we hate Tauruses at Pang Stars? How do we feel about Tauruses? We no, talk a lot. We, as as <laughs> someone speaking with a North Node in Taurus, I we think we like them. About the representative of Taurus. No, is, I wait. Like, it, Taurus is the bull. Taurus is yeah. the bull. I'm also an ox. Ooh, in the Chinese. Zodiac. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I'm a. That's kind of like a bull. That's kind of like a bull. It's just hard work. Tasty tails. I don't work hard. I. That's what I don't. Well, it's not that I don't work hard. It's like I've made it my life purpose to never have a full time job. Sweet. Um. Mm-hmm. Not that does not mean I have money or yeah. I'm de- like. But you never wanted to. Be I like ne- a I was never guy. like I'm not a workaholic yeah. by any means. Good for you. Um. So I just want to tap into some of that yeah. Taurus. Yeah. Taurus and Capricorn will get you somewhere. We don't we don't hate Taurus. No. We never said that. No, we never said that. Some of our favorite people at Taurus. Never said that. Adam, number one listener. Who's Adam? He's the number one Pangstars listener. (laughs) Let's go. He resides in Adam. He resides in Nottingham. What's Adam's sign? Taurus. Oh, you just said that. Yeah. I have good Taurus henchmen and women on my side. Absolutely. <laughs> great Taurus, great Taurus henchwomen. Raquel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Taurus is ruled it's, by Venus. Yeah. You can, you can butt heads with them. Yes. I think it depends on your motivation. Taurus is ruled by Venus. Mm-hmm. And, but Venus in terms of planets is when you talk about like love and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Beauty, romance, aesthetics. Libra is also ruled by Venus. So Taurus is known to be kind of like they like luxury and a bit like a, like a nice lazy nap. Like, don't get me out of bed until I'm ready to leave bed. You know, like okay. some Tauruses are known to dress very nicely, whether it's luxury or they look really good. Like, I think I was out somewhere. I'm like, ooh, what's your boyfriend? They're like, oh, he's a Taurus. I'm like, oh, I can tell. I'm like, he looks like his outfit is so good. You guys look so great. Like he was just like everything was perfect and it looked whether it was expensive, it's not about that. It was just so well put together. He looked amazing. Um, Taurus, yeah, like luxury, laziness, decadence. Like that's very much what the the stereotypical memes of the day that's go where out. That's to where you're heading, Share Tara. Taurus, yeah. You're heading towards into luxury, luxurious princess vibe. <laughs> if I can just In work hard, yes, I will. You'll be a princess. Yeah, you can do it. I believe in you. Does anyone, ever, Thank you. does anyone ever call you Tarodactyl? Um, not since school. Oh, but people did. Yeah, not since I was in school. Cool. Um, Tarodactyl. I just thought about that in the shower. Oh my goodness. Tarodactyl. Just you were in the shower and Where you, all the good ideas come from. That's so true bathroom. that all the good ideas come in the shower when you don't have a notepad to write anything was, down. <laughs> It was in Bats the Future where he comes up with the flux capacitor. I think he, he was, was on in the, the shower. Toilet. I think he was in the toilet. On the toilet. The toilet? Party or th- dog? I think he bumped his head and came up with it while he was in the toilet. I think he bumped his head on the toilet and got a concussion. In the toilet? On the toilet? <laughs> I think it was on the toilet. I can't fully remember it because. Was he reading something? I've got a contact high from concussion. No, he was just thinking. 
scientific thoughts. I don't think while I'm on the toilet. I only read. Really? Yeah, I read. I have like to be book reading. Or the phone. You read a like anything. Book. I have to grab the first oh, yeah. thing. If it, if I have nothing, yeah. it's the shampoo bottle, oh, the toothpaste. Yeah. I kind of love reading. <laughs> I love reading ingredient lists or like the the copy for the like this delightful conditioner oil. Mm, sodium benzoate. So silky. Nice. Scented with Tahitian vanilla. Mm. And the blood of worms. <laughs> and the blood of worms. Locust bean paste. You ever see that on a uh, ingredients? Locust bean gum. Yeah. Yeah. Shouts out to locust bean gum. <laughs> I mean, is it locust bean gum or is it like locusts, comma, beans, locust bean gum? Locust bean gum. One thing. The pestilence is upon us soon. What so I would. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Locusts, pestilence. Oh, the famines, the great famine of 2020 is upon us soon. Damn, this we, is the concussion. Like I just turn like I like my eyes roll back in my head. I'm like, okay, I'm like, I can't stop it. I'm like, OK, I'm like the pestilence is coming. I'm like, sell all your stock. Buy buy this. I'm like, also stock up on like something weird, like not wet wipes, but like something really <laughs> weird, like stock up on toothpicks only. The stock. Make sure they're good toothpicks. Are up, actually. <laughs> The, the FTSE 100 is up 17 points. Imagine I could like so tell. Are you on the stock market right now? Yeah, it, it just comes up on, on the what? side. I don't really know what these numbers so are. So you have, but. you're like tapping into the alignment of the stars and the planets and then you have the stocks going. It all, it all comes together. I mean, I got <clears throat> decent at gambling for a stretch there. That's true. Football gambling. We tried to gamble on the fact that it was a Libra moon and Tammy Abraham, who is the Chelsea striker, is a triple Libra. So we're like, he's he going to have a great did game. He not? No, he didn't score. Okay. But don't remember. It's not right all the time. But it's right enough. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> Flip she, a coin. She made some good calls, though. You know. I did. Certain Leicester wins. We made yeah. some good money. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens in in the new year. Shall we get to some cards? Can I ask a quick question? Of course. Who, um, Aquarius? Who's who's a good match for Aquarius? That's what I want to know. Aquarius. I Sagittarius, mean- I think. You know what? Some of my best friends are Sagittarius because what whatever like weird ass shit that a Sagittarius wants to do and an Aquarius will never blink an eye. I've done like the most crazy things with my Aquarian friends and they like they just like went on with it. Like they didn't judge me, they didn't give a shit. Aquarius and Sag go really, really well together actually. As friends. In terms of like what's the opposite of Aquarius? The opposite of Aquarius is Leo. I don't recommend you get with a Leo. I'm a North Node Leo and opposite is Aquarius. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't deal with a Leo. Earth signs might be okay, but possibly a bit too dull for you. Another air sign is always great, to be honest. That's what I think. Or you know, air and fire. You if you can if you you have a lot of Sag, so you can probably deal with the fire sign and not get so like you wouldn't get into big arguments. Or you might, who knows? You could probably let it go because you're an Aquarius. Mm. Mars and Sag. Venus is an Aquarius. I think you could get along with like air signs fine, earth signs depending. Maybe not a Leo though, because they're the opposite to you. They they like too much attention and need too much attention. Me, 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 me. Like they, they need it so much. It's just a Leo thing. They can't help that. So I would stay away from a Leo unless you really like them or they have some good placements in the planets. But really, I, I would say it, it is important to look at the chart. The chart is helpful. It will tell you a lot. The compatibility between you know, the rising sun and moon. The most important planets are sun, rising, and moon, like personally, right? Because those determine generally how you act and how you are, right? Sun, sun is generally how you are. Um, rising sun is generally how you appear to others, maybe on first impression. Moon sign is you behind closed doors with close family, friends, and loved ones, or just you privately. Um, Mercury is your thinking and speaking style. Venus is your romantic or love behavior and what you like. Mars is kind of aggression and sexuality and like that would be it. The other ones are more like outer social planets that are like generational. 
Is Pluto still on here? Pluto's here. Pluto's in Scorpio. That's wow. a generational thing. So and it like, doesn't count because it's not a planet anymore? It is a planet. Uh, it still it's, counts. Oh, sorry. They, they, they brought it back. No, it, they didn't. It, they did. It wasn't a planet for a bit. And then they were like, you know what? It was. We were wrong. I don't know. Who, who said that? The, did the, Neil deGrasse Tyson say it? No, he's, then not, it, he's not the ambassador yes, of planets. Yes, he is. He's the ambassador no, of planets. Didn't he like sexually harass people? Oh my goodness. Yeah, Probably. I know. Yeah, he did. I heard something N- came out Neil about deGrasse Tyson? Yes, yes. Like whether it was flirty or more, but he was doing some stuff. And I was like, ugh. Neil deGrasse Tyson is smooth, overrated. Yeah, I mean, ugh. I, I could not say. It. You know who but I But he has like the ship well. of the imagination. <laughs> no, I've he doesn't. He's like that. he's like Carl Sagan for basic bitches that's who, that's who <laughs> i'm is. so offended right now did you watch a lot of i NBG's show of, of his yeah yeah i watched his show and i actually went was gonna go to school for astrophysics wow yeah oh my goodness but i wow. panicked and went to school for massage therapy instead that's cool though yeah yeah that's, that's like useful. very like energy work the, yeah it's a lot of energy and hard on your hands i'm sure like mm-hmm. hard right these like um astronomy planet guys always seem really smug, don't you think? Like you ever seen Brian Cox? <laughs> the British guy. I'm sorry. He's such a dick. I he's don't know. Like, who he is. Brian Cox is a dick. He is a dick. He's like he's like mm, actually uh, the moon landing did happen. Blah, blah, blah. He's he's just oh, a real thanks for the update. He's in a band as well. Really? He's in a band. Yeah, yeah, that's an, one thing. Is is uh like it, when I was at school for physics, they were all mm. in bands. Oh, um, really? oh really? Yeah, everyone was obsessed with Pink Floyd and of had a course. guitar. Of course. Wow. Yeah. What what happened here? Uh, oh nothing. I just said like just keep it close. Close. Yeah. Just like in poker, I've got my cards close to my chest. You know. Time to shuffle. Shall those we? Cards. Shall we? Let's do it. All right. So. Why don't you play us a beautiful song on the spirit drum? And as you do so, I will continue to shuffle. And when you finish playing your beautiful song, then we'll know. We'll know then it is time to commence with the card reading. Patrick Moore's probably my best like uh, pop astronomy guy. You know who Patrick Moore is? No. He's the he's the big fat British guy with a monocle <laughs> who like drinks yes. uh who used to drink a lot like sherry and bet on the horses and stuff. You know Patrick Moore? No. Let me pull up a picture. Yes, up. please. Sounds like a real lad. You had me at monocle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you know, why why don't people wear monocles today? Mm-hmm. Um, Is it just not practical? <laughs> one eye needs to see only, one eye needs to hold. Yeah, I wonder what that was. I guess the little circle. Oh, my gosh, he has a monocle. Okay, this fucking wow. Oh, have I seen this guy? That's Rob Ford with a monocle right there. <laughs> he looks like oh, a well, Bond a much villain. Much older version. He looks like a Bond villain. Like, get the laser shops. Okay. There was a, I don't suppose you guys know Danny Dyer. Mm. Danny Dyer is like this. Uh, he's in EastEnders. He's like an actor in EastEnders, like a real like Cockney, uh, Cockney guy. Like talks like really silly. Uh, Do an ga- impression of his accent, of his voice. <laughs> oh, it's fucking, it's fucking Danny Dyer. I'm here with, I'm here with Patrick Moore to try and find out if aliens. Do they exist or not? Patrick. That's Cockney? What's your take? Not really. It's Try- not very good. I thought but- Cockney was like, hello, governor. <laughs> I'm not going to try. <laughs> anyway, he was like, he was saying all this stuff uh, on this alien program. Is he that just the goes- one you showed me? Yeah. 
Well, he goes to that old dude's house, yeah. and they're like, he goes into his house that's filled like, wow. with like newspapers. He's like, wow, this and he is has a mental. weird talk with like this old dude about like, oh, like aliens. I don't even know what they talked about. He's like, so do you think that aliens exist? And he's like, well, I think the uh, the possibilities are, are, uh, are out are definitely uh, existent with the with the amount of planets and the distance from the sun. And I want to like, hear wow, someone that's, like that's amazing. Aliens do exist. I want to hear someone like go hard on it. Be like, yeah, they're out there. It's Let's us. Go. We're the aliens. We're just in a sim. Like I bought the little <laughs> diamond. What it, I mean, like we're proof that you aliens exist. We're like yeah. the proof that aliens exist because we exist, right? Yeah, we are, we're, al- we're alien. We're the aliens. Yeah, you're gonna have to expand on that more. It's like you've just seen Prometheus once, and we're like, yeah, that seems that seems plausible. What's Prometheus? Is that a movie? Yeah, it's it's Is that, um, that one with um Fassbender. Yeah. Right, yeah, they go into the little cave thing. Yeah, the no, it, it's just funny to me to have uh, like a life form pondering whether or not there's the possibility of a life form. True, because mm. we are here. We're here, so it's obviously most likely true. Mm-hmm. There's a theory that like mushrooms gave humans like language and um, mushrooms. Yeah, there's a there's a thing called the stoned ape theory, where it's like uh, primates ate. Um, <laughs> primates ate um mushrooms magic mushrooms and it gave them increased like um brain power <laughs> and <laughs> language <laughs> hello and so oh, well what's so, your name like it's just hold out they hit some rock together have you tanned your taint today i don't know what um, call me leaf call me leaf one so yeah, mushrooms <laughs> gave uh, primates like a boost in evolution, and through that they were able That's to cool. like use tools and make podcasts and stuff. <laughs> now, and, and, and based now. on the taste alone, that shouldn't have happened, right? Because mushrooms taste very bad. Oh, you mean like magic mushrooms? Yeah. Or okay, taste yeah. terrible. I've no, never it, done those, but if right. it just seems like you'd have to really plow through. Well, it's like you have faith in the mushrooms. You'd try like different things, wouldn't you? You'd try different things to see, oh, is Foraging it poisonous as an ape. or is it good? A mm, little bit. Yeah. Because it gives you like better eyesight at very low doses. Mm. So what they would do is they'd have it and they'd be like, oh, actually, I feel a lot sharper. Mm. I can hunt stuff a lot better. So when you see that you're that. talking about apes? Yeah. Simians. Oh, that's crazy. And then at like higher doses, it starts to like dissolve things like social boundaries. So people wouldn't have the idea of like patriarchal ownership of things or like land. They would work together to like build structures and like raise kids and stuff uh, and organize themselves in a way that um, gives them an advantage. Terence McKenna's theory. He's You're very, very smart, Lewis. Interesting guy. Thank you. Let's you know a lot of astronomers and things about apes. Let's control the means of produ- production. <laughs> Apparently I can't speak. My face is paralyzed. <laughs> Must be all that Botox. But do you do Botox? <laughs> I Does wish. she do Botox? Do We're sponsored by Botox. Oh, so. do you want to plug your sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out to Botox. <laughs> Botox by Dr. Stephen Liu. <laughs> Expert in everything. <laughs> Shout out to my favorite doctor <laughs> who knows everything. All right. So we have the cards here. What I'm going to do is we need to break this into three separate piles. So you can let me know how far up or down, like a third down, two thirds, seven cards, 15 cards. Who knows? You just let me know. We got to make three little piles. Can that top card just be a pile? Yes, of course. To my left or to my right? To the left. Okay. Now what happens? Uh, another cut, you mean? Yep. Uh, closer to the bottom. Like this? Yeah, exactly. I'll drop... Well, I'll pick this up. I'll pick this up. Should I pick up some more cards? Or are you okay with this? No, I feel... I'm, I'm like not... Okay, over here? Yeah. All right, so then how do we repile these into one? Um, I think uh, the big one... Mm-hmm. Just back to where they were. Just right... Oh, just, really? Yeah. Like this? Yeah, and then that one goes on oh. top. Oh, very interesting. I've never had that happen to me before, so I love it. One, two, past, present, future, the lesson coming into your life, the lesson already learned. 
And we have final two cards. What is working for you? And what is not working? Sometimes that's surprising. So let's see what we have. Let's open up the past card here. Oh, Major Arcana. The Devil card. Number so 15. Funny. The Devil. Ooh. Wow. What a day. I thought... I thought, yeah. It's beautiful. Describe the card, Sarah. Um, it's like a what is that? A ram goat thing. Yeah. yeah. With a with a star on its head, flaming hooves, and uh, a black background. He looks pretty happy though. He's yeah, a he's nice pretty little cute. Fella. He's cute. Yeah, he's a cute little guy. Cutie pie. That's hmm. what addiction's like. It's a nice little cute goat. Is this an addictions card? Yeah, he's saying, do drugs. Wow, that's be, so funny. Be lazy. Be lazy. And do, is this, yeah. Work hard. Work faster. Work harder, work faster. It's also a Capricorn vibe. Like, we're so you said it's saying be lazy and you're saying it's saying work faster. Well, oh, I'm just saying if, like, addic if you're addicted to being lazy. <laughs> oh, I see. You could be a Taurus North Node being addicted to laziness. That's, but I'm <laughs> What is that? What is the animal? It, it's a goat. It's a goat. It's okay. a goat. All right, cool. Yeah. So we have so the, the devil card, which is really nothing to fear, although his hooves are fiery and there's the little pentagram branded in the forehead. Um, this is a major arcana card. Have you had a tarot reading before? Not. Um, no. Okay, cool. So let me backtrack and talk about the four suits of the tarot. So we have four regular suits, cups, water and emotions, relationships. We have wands, which is fire, creativity, passion, ideas. We have, where's that air? Mm. No, that's fire. We have swords, which has to do with like kind of power struggles, right? You imagine the clash of swords and also air intellection and how we see and perceive things. And then we have the pentacles, which has to do with material comfort, like jobs, security, money, home. And then we have the major arcana, which you have here on the first card, which is exciting because when we get major arcana cards, it shows that important things are going on when we can take a look at these more closely. So when we get the devil, we have some Capricorn energy. We're firmly in the hooves and the grip of Capricorn season right now. Um, time to work hard. But this is also kind of the devil card ruled by Saturn, Capricorn vibes. The devil also can represent like addiction or negativity. Like, you know, the, the thing that we love, the thing that you hate, like that thing about you that you like and hate that you would never get rid of, even if you could. Mm -hmm. um, we all kind of understand that. I think as all humans understand that like impulse, whether towards destruction or pleasure, are we not always living our lives within those boundaries? Right. To a certain extent, depending on where you go. Um, let's take a look here in the upright. When we deal with the devil, it is, of course, a mythical creature with no real substance. If we consider the Bible, I mean, what is the devil? The thing that all humans fear the most, but Jesus or God does not because he knows that the devil isn't real. It's a figment of the imagination. What the devil does in Christian mythology is comes into so doubt in your mind to make you not believe yourself, to make you distrust yourself and go on the wrong path, right? That's It's interesting how that's like the seed of what the devil tries to plant. Um, in this case here, symbolically, it may represent the bondage that we create and maintain for ourselves, indeed. Uh, there may be obstacles in the environment that you find frustrating or you may feel your options could be narrowing. Someone else could be involved, but you have the ability to free yourself from the situation by using your willpower. So you can use that hardworking Capricorn goat willpower to get yourself out of the situation, whatever that might be, regardless this is the past card. So that's interesting to have it here. Let's move on to look at the future. Sorry. I wonder present, if present card. OK, go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And oh, my goodness. Another very big major arcana card. Wow. Number 21. The culmination of it all. The world reverse. No big deal. Take a look and describe what you see. I see. It looks like Spirograph. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, that or toy? Like, that yeah. With the yes. Or like a snakeskin, kind of a snakeskin pattern. Mm -hmm. And then a piano key pattern around the end, around the outside. And then flowers on the inside with some grass and some stars. Am I describing that okay? Oh, yeah. I see piano keys, snakeskin, grass, and flowers. 
all kind of concentrically positioned. Spot on. Cool. Oh, and it says the world. Mm-hmm. The world. Amazing card. <clears throat> the world is the final card in the journey of the major arcana. It signifies completion, harmony, and contentment. It's rare to experience this energy as we are usually consumed by wanting, needing, and achieving. So when this card appears, contentment for a moment, contemplate for a moment the idea of being whole. Focus on the image of the card. Close your eyes and envision this radiating energy inside you. What does it feel like? Where is it located? What blocks you from feeling a sense of wholeness each and every day of your life? The world. Yeah, I mean, this is a very cool card to have right now because we just passed the final solar eclipse of the decade. And it was in Capricorn. So I'm seeing already some really, really strong Capricorn energy and the totality, the circle of the world. This is the final card in the whole deck shows that you have come a very long way. Indeed, all of us in our journey here and we're moving into a whole new decade like this is really big energy. When we get eclipse energy, everything gets turned upside down. Everything is like shut down to open again. Right. So I think even that energetic portal The world is reversed here. It's like we're about to turn number 19 over to 2020. So I think this really signifies this very end of the moment that we're finding ourselves in. Big man ting. Yeah. Um, When we get the world card, it is a signal that you have been guided to the successful conclusion of your spiritual journey. And you will be receiving what is rightfully yours because you have earned it. Um, when we get it reversed, you may be being presented with a multiplicity of choices and maybe you're not sure which one to make. You may be experiencing new facets of your own self or investigating different levels of reality. Or you may be rejecting new ideas being offered out of fear or a limited understanding. Now is the time to face the fact that the universe is a more complex place than you've been willing to admit. Okay. I like the part about uh, completing my spiritual mm-hmm. journey and getting what uh, I deserve, something mm-hmm. like that. Yes. Yeah. What do, uh, what, does what, that mean? what do you deserve? Well, yes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I um, mean, we're always going through a journey of multiple rebirths and letting go of things that doesn't like work for us, shedding our skins, moving into a new incarnation of ourselves almost continually. So... This is really just a reminder that we're still going through this process. Let's see what happens when we open up the other cards and we can see how they all relate. Because Before they we get on all... to the next card, yeah. Tara, do you play any instruments? Um, I played guitar f- for a few years in my teens, and I can strum a few chords to this day. Interesting. And you, s- when we came, you said that guitar was the lamest <laughs> instrument. And uh... I'm going to stand by that. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to shake me on this one. It is it is a basic instrument. I'm sorry. It's pretty basic. You mentioned piano keys, though. So maybe. Um, yeah, we got piano in the house. My nice. kids are both learning. So I think Cute. it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick. Yeah. I was trained in the Asian field of extra piano lessons, language and math school after school. So I know that life well. But I like playing piano. It was fun. So let's move to the final card. Well, in this row, what do we have? We have the Knight or the Son of Swords in the future. So take a look. Okay, so that's an owl with a sword, and it, he it looks or she, dangerous. No, I don't. Even, I don't see danger. I see purpose. Like you don't this, see danger in an owl flying full pelt with a sword. No. Not if I'm the owl. <laughs> and the owl looks, yeah, it looks very much like this owl knows where it's uh, going. Yeah, it looks dangerous to me. He looks like uh, he's got a target <laughs> and yeah. nothing's going to stop him. Yeah, it, it sounds very dangerous. And I'm the owl. <laughs> You're the owl. That's You're the owl. Then. I mean, the Knight of Swords in, is an aggressor on a mission. This is kind of leaning forward on the fully charging horse, getting ready to encounter the enemy on attack mode, expecting to win the battle. It could represent a person who is overly aggressive or argumentative, who lives in attack mode, 
or it could mean that you are aggressively pursuing a lifestyle that will allow you to live out your own philosophical ideas because when we're dealing with the knight of swords this is intellectual energy this is air sign energy and you do have a lot of air signs you're like very aquarian so that's that i find very compelling and very interesting here um when it's upright it says this messenger knight of swords it could possibly bring bad news that could relate to you personally or to someone close to you i don't close to you don't know it could be some kind of conflict at hand usually of a mental nature because of the the nature of swords it's possible there could be very a lot of differences of opinion around you possibly with angry or heated messages being sent and received who knows or if this knight is not a person you yourself could be so focused on your intellectual pursuits that you are neglecting other facets of facets of your life you could be expressing your ideas too forcefully or are antagonizing the opposition don't know what that means um, possibly diplomacy may be called for in a situation. Who knows? But there's a lot of intellectual energy floating around. So I find that interesting. I don't think there's much to unpack. We just have to open the rest of the cards and see where this fits in. But I find that very curious and very interesting here, especially since we have a lot of air sign energy in your chart here. Okay, so we have the lesson coming into your life. We have the five of pentacles here. Take a look. It is a, uh, it's not a rose. Is it ro a rose? No. Or yeah, a tulip? A it doesn't have any thorns. It's a flower that's kind of, its head's hanging. It's a very droopy flower. Uh, bright that's for sure. Bright red petals. It's for sure a rose. And Call one me Mr. Botanical. <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to say Mr. Botox. <laughs> <laughs> and then plug, a spon Botox. plug your sponsor. Um, yeah, it's a wilted rose. One petal's falling. It's very much like beauty, the Beauty and the Beast rose. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then it has a string of those pentacles. Is that that's what they're called? Yeah. Do you have a Disney Plus Tara? I do. I got that. Is that for your shit kids? Right away. It's it's you know what? It's for all of us. I never got to show them the movies that I grew up on, so oh, I might have to yeah. buy it. <laughs> you just rent it. Oh, it's just I a don't monthly. Know how it works. Yeah, you get a week free. Yeah, true. I might, I might have to get it for that, for that little itsy One bitsy baby Yoda. They know. have the Simpsons <laughs> on. Gotta it, get that so. little, little baby. I am yet to see Star Wars, Wars, so I have to get, mm. I have to get on that. Yeah. Okay, so my rose it. is wilted. And one petal has fallen. Yes. And this is what position is that again? This is the lesson coming into your life. Uh oh. Damn. Let's see what it says. Maybe I, I should read it. this. I knew it. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, Tara, ah. I don't want to do this to you pterodactyl <laughs> flying in with a sword all right the five of pentacles is a card of hard times it may come in the form of an illness job loss financial trouble or rejection above above all this there will be worry so much worry this anxiety is counterproductive and damaging you must find a way to quiet the mind during this difficult time Rely on meditation or visualization to find peace. That's a rough one, buddy. Yeah, this one is kind of like... Uh, I feel like everything was so great. <laughs> and then well, it's we'll like, see. oh, but you're going to get a disease. <laughs> no. And this one is like, if it isn't like portending fully all these things, it is still kind of like a financial or like a material kind of like gathering together. Like you're going to have to like gather it together. Like you know financial losses business problems or material lack it could also indicate if we're dealing with like mental energy that spiritual bankruptcy is at the root of this unfavorable condition who knows right that's much more likely yeah exactly so like i i don't feel like if it's like if that's not a real material thing it's it's a mental intellectual body soul kind of like aligning the inside or aligning the spiritual nature in tune with is what that, you need to is have that worse to. no no nothing's better <laughs> like, or worse i feel like, like oh your yeah. bank account would be fine no i, I feel like your mind right. but you're morally bankrupt spiritual bankruptcy is yeah. much worse yeah you know so like it totally i saw the fire documentary yesterday what is that the, for fire festival and oh, that that's yeah. definitely an example of spiritual oh, yeah. bankruptcy yeah. and actual bankruptcy but 
it's that would that card must have been heavy for that maybe it's because i watched the movie last night maybe maybe yeah. that's what's on my mind right yeah, now maybe <laughs> yeah so it could be that it could be like trying to get other things in line with with that let's see what the next card but is. nothing to do with love and and beauty and the beast no oh. no it's more like material stuff or it, again if it's not material it suggests like spiritual or like possibly intellectual like soul soul stuff you know <laughs> Um, yeah just soul stuff what's with all the love questions tara that's a good question Mm, yes yes what's going on lots of lots of yearnings i don't Mm. know well we still have three more cards to go so let's see what happens all right so we have another five here it's the five of cups here we go take a look um so there are five cups oh it's a horse it's a a white horse um well, I want to say it's it looks very peaceful leaning forward, but it looks like it's sipping from a pond of darkness. Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> it's the five of cups. I mean, uh, I think it's interesting here, too, that you have this kind of mirror image with the head, the heads, the head's horse, the horse's head is bowed a bit. And then we have the drooping here of the red petals of the five of pentacles. So even now mirrored to me like there's other other planes in which this like kind of enters into when we deal with the cups this is the lesson already learned so it's behind you in the past when we deal with cups that's like uh relationships whether romantic or friendship it has to do with our emotions it has to do with the subconscious it has to do with um the element of water so like all of that kind of stuff deep inside of us so the Five of Cups indicates a time of deep grievance and sorrow. A relationship may fall apart or an old friend could slip away. There will be disappointment and even regret. When this card appears, it's important to not make any hasty decisions. It may also be helpful to look at the type of expectations you place on others. Perhaps they can never do enough to please you. And what was that? What did the position mean again? Oh, this one is the lesson already learned. So it's something that's That's already like in the past. So I, I, uh, I was in an eight year relationship that ended Mm. like three years ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's a heavy card. Whoa. Yes. And like, it's great that it's in the past here. When we look at some other things, like when we talk about the five of cups, it could signify, that you could be brooding over past wrongs or losses, disappointments or hurts. And if in case that that could be that, that could certainly be it. Um, it could symbolize a state of mind that is dwelling on a painful past and maybe having trouble to look forward to a positive future. Um, when we get it upright, it could be that your unhappiness could be a result of your attitude, which can be changed, which you can change. This is a card of choice. So, of course, as many things have all happened to us in the past, like disappointments, grief and loss, we can continue to brood over what went wrong or we can turn around and contemplate what we can go what can go right in the future. And looking at the very bright future of the world really shows that attitudes can change anything you want to manifest or create and have happen. And we'll look at these two final cards, which will help us as well. Remembering that the future is always open to us for a possibility for turning over a new leaf for like turning over that cycle again and always beginning again it's always there for us nice and fresh so just saying you don't have to be miserable unless you enjoy misery okay thank you cards <laughs> okay some you people do misery, some do people do oh i love a good brood Ooh. Oh, really? yeah oh. okay interesting i like to s- yeah sometimes I just get into do. it. Just yeah, I sometimes get in in the pang mood because is that the yeah we all have <laughs> the it. Pang my mood. my niece has it, <laughs> I have it, and we're just like <laughs> we get in it. <laughs> Eventually, we snap out, but we definitely get in it. I think that's hereditary. So yeah, um, let's get into. Have you seen the film Hereditary, Tara? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Is that a new movie? Uh, it came out in the summer last no it came out last year yeah i don't think it's new. pretty spooky anyway all right so we have what's working for you a bunch the nine of wands we see this card a lot see it a lot don't even get the book out 
You can talk about it. Um, it looks like it's uh, some steps made out of uh, logs that have branches sticking out of them. That's Le- okay. We, we've leading, seen this card so many times. Leading to a moon. Um, <laughs> you don't need to describe it. What do you think it's about, though? Yeah, yeah. That's more. Um, okay, the moon's part of it. The moon is part of it. It's not just uh, connected to that number no, up no, there. No, no, no. It's it, not, or it, it is? It is part of it. Okay, so to me, it looks like a staircase um, leading up to this moon, but all the the trunks that make the staircase are have all the like branches. It's a little bit... Mm. would be hard to step over them, mm. but it's there nonetheless. What yes. do you think this indicates? Yes. Uh, probably... Um, what was the card called again? Uh, what's working for you? No, but what was the name of this card? Nine of Wands. Nine of Wands. Oh, okay. Let me just tell you. Well, oh, it, I, I, okay, it, you go. It, <coughs> it's about progression and ascension. So it's about working towards a goal. So it's interesting that you pointed out that it's still got the little twigs on there because it's not easy to progress. But nonetheless, there is like an ascension... They look like they go in smaller and smaller, but actually it's the miracle of perspective. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's like a staircase that you go up, which is tricky, but you could still navigate around the bumps and the twigs and make it to the moon, which is the prize, I guess. You ever seen Wallace and Gromit? I think so. Okay, cancel your Disney subscription. (laughs) Get Wallace and Gromit instead. Because those are good films. Yeah. So the very first one, they run out of cheese. So what they, they were do inside it, of cheese. They they run out of cheese. They run out of so cheese. Wallace I think so they're in in a cheese. So Wallace and Gromit, they love cheese, right? You've got Who Wallace, doesn't? He's I know, the, right? He's the human, and the Gromit is the dog, and they run out of cheese. So what they do is they build a spaceship to go to the moon mm-hmm. because everyone knows that the moon is made out of cheese. Yeah, and when they get there, there's a cigarette machine uh, who like skis around and tries to. A cigarette machine? Yeah, it's really bizarre, actually. It's like a uh, like just a sentient machine that patrols the moon. Yeah, and produces cigarettes. Uh, he doesn't produce cigarettes. It's just like a you know back in the old days you used to be able to go to a vending machine. Yes, and get I remember. Cigs those. out. Uh, back in the old days, how old do you think I am? How old are you, Lewis? Well, I remember these machines, but it was like ten. 10 or 15 years ago okay the olden days i don't remember know, those the early 2000s he actually just turned 18 <laughs> no you didn't <laughs> stop it you're 18 no yeah. that's a lot it's the botox Shouts <laughs> I, out I, don't, I don't i don't know Steven what even botox i feel expert. unsafe no no i shouldn't say unsafe i feel Doctor. uh like you're not that you guys are lying to me and now i can't trust anything that's being said are we lying or is nothing real ask an aquarius Anyway. Well, how old are you? The, it doesn't matter. The it doesn't point, matter, so tell me. The point I'm getting at is the moon's made of cheese. It is. It's hard That's to get there. Blue cheese? Uh, no, definitely It would be not. gross. I it's Swiss, know. for sure. Ooh, yeah. That's Tara's nice. correct. Yeah, it's, that sounds good. For once, Tara's correct. The moon is made no, of Swiss cheese. she's correct here. Yeah, she's correct here. Yeah. But yeah, it's about progression. It's about getting to the cheese moon. The cheese moon. Yeah. Yes. I mean, and again, it's all about the grind. Thank you, the devil Capricorn, for being right below this stepped nine of wands. That has to do with, you know, ideas, creativity, passion, comedy, perhaps the creative force, right? So it's like whenever we're on the journey, you're like, okay, when is this going to be over? When I when will I finally arrive at where I wanted to go? You know, nine is almost near completion if the number 10 is a full circle and round completion. This is just kind of saying you need strength, stamina, and confidence. The nine of wands is asking you to rally that confidence and realize how far you've come, even looking at the world as we turn over again, as the wheel continues to turn. Mm, Lifting your eyes, taking a few more steps. Soon all your hard work will start to pay off. And I would also argue that the the Capricorn, the devil card in the past also kind of has that impetus that's pushing you. Plus the moon and Capricorn and, you know, Neptune and Capricorn, North Node and Taurus. There's some Earth energy kind of pushing you forward there. This has momentum. 
And why don't we open up with the final Ooh. card and see this what's is, happening? I, this is like Christmas, to be honest. Ooh, yeah, just exciting. getting to open all these cards. Yes. Seven presents. Here's the seventh one. And boom, we have the eight of swords reversed. I like this. It's a nice card where you have it here. Take a look. Oh, yeah. It, I like swords. It looks like I like swords. Okay, so there's lots of swords. And there's a, a butterfly chrysalis of sorts, I think, just kind of hanging. But it's reversed, so it looks like it's up. Yeah, it's a monarch butterfly wrapped up with a bunch of swords. Kind of not aiming at it. One is aiming at it a little bit. It's hanging from one of the swords. Mm. Yeah. It's a butterfly and a sword, but the butterfly hasn't opened yet. Right. So when we have it upright, you can see that this chrysalis or the pupa is in, in a bit of a predicament as it is hanging from a sword and surrounded by seven of them. But when we look at this reverse, I always look at the bright side. It could open up and fly away. Mm. Right. So oftentimes when we have this, this suggests sometimes like a prison of someone's own making like you know we can often get trapped in our thoughts and be like okay well how do i get out of this or we create that kind of fortress around ourselves with our thoughts or positive like maybe negativity or just like limitations on how we think because sometimes we're not taught to like think in a different way or like get around the situation because you know are we not humans with a lot of conditioning right we have conditioning we've learned how to cope with certain things or we well this is how i always do it this is how i do this or do that this is how i feel better i always run around the block but what if i break my knee i can't run around the block oh my god that kind of links do? into the devil card and also the dangerous owl card as well how so well the devil card is about like making your own prison yes absolutely and I believe the other one is about uh intellectual uh confrontation or something yes it can be see i always saw the devil as being the one to challenge the status quo Kind of, yeah. It also does that. It also does that, right? By by refusing to live within the boundaries of the rules, by testing them, and by having you question your faith. I mean, that's what the traditional devil does. You question mm. everything else that you were given on a platter. Like, oh, well, what is that actually? Should you eat the apple or should you not? Will it help you or will it not? You decide, <laughs> you know? It's a choice. Everything's always a choice that we make. Um, when we get into the Eight of Swords, you know, most people do see it as a negative card. Possibly it's asking that if you're putting off, apparently it's a lot of like paying your taxes, getting insurance, settling a legal matter. Oh, shit. Or taking care of that promptly. It's it's suggesting you do taking that if care you of haven't. Promptly. Oh, wow. Yes. It, it is. It is saying that when it's I reversed. I have no life insurance. Oh, shit. Really? Oh, you really? Yeah. And I. Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. It, it's saying that making sure that your affairs are in the best possible order. So. Pay I feel like if tax. I die, like. Yeah. That's up to the the yeah. remaining people to figure it out. No, that's true. If you have yeah, some assets, true. make sure the children get it. Make sure uh, it's in a will somewhere. I probably have to. You give a shit about that. Um, your well being depends on using your head and preparing for emergencies and unexpected calamities. Oh, Not man. that those things are going to happen, of course. They but will. They will because the other card said so. This is, you know, this is about dotting those t's, crossing the i's. As I like to say, I said it the wrong way, but that's the right way to say it. Dot the T's and cross the I's. In the past, we have some like devil energy, whether that's hardworking or whether that's a bit of like negativity or something that's like mental. We have the, the most promising card in the spread here, the world about to turn. And when we have like the past lesson and the coming lesson, this one is about like some sort of like material or financial or whatever, some little bump in the road, some little hardship. And truly, as all of us live, like all kinds of shit can happen. So preparing for anything, this is an underlining to prepare for something. Doll the T's cross the eyes. Um, this is also suggesting by the power of your mind here, here and here. Very interesting that we have kind of like the actual like intellection or the sharp tongued wit of the swords we have like the feelings and the emotions from the past and the grief 
from the five of cups and then we have kind of just you know the seeds that we could sow every day in terms of like depending on how we think or how our mindset is it's saying that you can keep those all at bay if you want to you can choose other things to think about or manifest or to work on energetically and spiritually and this is indeed a very bright card the future goes however you want it to go depending on how you kind of set the course for 2020 here this is also very promising uh what's working for you is continuing day by day step by step little by little just chipping away at the mountain or climbing the mountain that's working and that's amazing you've gone a very long way if you have the, the world here that shows you come a very very long way from the past uh, moving into the future this is also positive just as long as you keep your wits about you and like i think it's more like keeping your head clear and then in terms of dealing with the affairs of your life and all that kind of stuff, like just the basic stuff, material things, make sure that all those things are indeed in order and then you're good. Everything's fine. Just make sure you take care of the foundation, really. That's what it's saying. You can get whatever you need. You can get wherever you need to go and you are going there, right? But just making sure that everything is tickety-boo, as they say, along the way. Do your taxes... Mm-hmm. Look after your flowers. Brush your teeth. Keep your dangerous hours in check. <laughs> I think that's a good place to leave it. I like it. I feel inspired to uh, get that Taurus uh, yes. ram, whatever that, yeah. that, like, push forward. Get the horns on get and the start horns pushing. On, yeah. get Fly pull away. The car. Do that, that hardworking whatever. Yeah. Hardworking pterodactyl. The hardworking, <laughs> I'm right. the hardworking pterodactyl. <laughs> All right. On shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Take shrooms. Keep dangerous owls. Keep your flowers watered. Keep your horses happy. Tara Henderson. Sho Pang. Pang stars. <laughs>